Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. So what's going on, everybody? Come on in. We're going to do a quick preview of this brand new series that is going to start um, tomorrow night uh, called Stop. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be good. Let me give you a minute to come on in. As you're coming in, uh, let me get you to... Um, Tell me where you're watching from. Speak to me and tell me where you're watching from. Let me see where you're watching from. Let me see where you're watching from. Let me see where you're watching from. Dallas, Georgia, Atlanta, good to see you. Where y'all watching from? Come on in, Aurora, good to see you. I mentioned TikTok, which is actually just going to do on IG tonight. And uh, we'll be live on TikTok tomorrow night during church. San Jose, good to see you, Aurora. Good to see you. Come on, come on, come on. Aurora, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Let me know uh, where you're watching from. Speak to me as you come in. Tampa Centennial, good to see you. Stop. That's the series that starts tomorrow. It's going to be great. I'm super, super excited about it because um, we're going to talk about lots of things that you need to stop. There are certain things that you need to stop so that there are things that God can start. I'm going to say that again. There are certain things you have to stop so that God can start. I'm going to say it a third time for those in the back. There are certain things that you have to stop so that God can start. All right. And so in all of that, um, that's the series. That's what we're going to be looking at. And most of what you need to stop, it's not necessarily that it is sin. It's that it's unproductive. Malibu. Hey, Malibu. Good to see you. Atlanta. Good to see you. Um, and so in that, I want to read you this uh, this verse, and this series starts tomorrow night at seven o'clock Mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. Um, it's going to be an amazing, amazing series. Um, I'm starting on a Wednesday because that's just what I'm doing. I'm starting on a Wednesday. And there are certain things you have to stop so that God can start. I want to read you this verse because most of the time, especially if you grew up in church, you become very sin conscious. And sin, by definition, it's an archery term. It means to miss the mark. S I N. It means to miss the mark. But the reality is this. Um, is that sometimes what you need to stop isn't necessarily sin. It is just unproductive and inappropriate. I need you to type those two uh, words on the screen. Unproductive, which means it doesn't produce the desired result. Um, there are things that we sometimes do, and those things are unproductive, watch me, but they have become patterns. And, and since they've become patterns, even though there is no fruit produced, there's no result produced. We will continue to do those things because they have become a pattern. And there are certain patterns that have to stop in your life. It's been what you do, but what if what you do isn't getting you what you want? Huh? What if what you're doing is not getting you what you want? Um, and so in that, let me give you the scripture. Um, let me give you the scripture real quick. Um, that'll help you. Um, in, in Mark chapter seven, verse number 13, Jesus says this, um, I'm going to read it, New Living Translation. He says, and so you cancel the word of God in order to hand down your own tradition. Um, and this is only one example among so many others. Um, the way that reads in English standard, he says, you make the word of God void by your tradition, which you've handed down. And it's a whole lot of things, many such things 
You do. There are certain patterns that have to uh, be interrupted in your life. And it's not that they're necessarily sinful patterns, pay attention, but they are unproductive patterns. They do not produce results. It's not that you you ain't out there uh, shaking a tail feather. Listen, you ain't out there dropping it like it's hot when you need to pick it up. Uh, and most people, if you grew up in church, you're so sin conscious that you don't you never consider that some of what you're doing that's right may still be unproductive. Who am I talking to right there? Some of what you're doing that is not sin, it may still be unproductive. Um, so some of what you need to stop, it's not sin, it's just unproductive. And then some of it is inappropriate. Can I get you to type that word on the screen? Inappropriate, inappropriate, inappropriate. What does inappropriate mean? It's not proper in the circumstance. See, there's a time, the Bible says this in Ecclesiastes. He says, there's a time for everything under the sun. In other words, there is an appropriate time, hear me, for everything under the sun. But every time is not always appropriate. For example, it's 70 degrees today in Denver. It's not, a now you said, but Bishop, it's winter. But today, in the context of today, it is not appropriate for you to have on a parka. It is not appropriate for you to have on a heavy, a heavy jacket. It is, the only reason I got this on is because I wanted to sweat while I was in the gym. It is not appropriate uh, to do that. And there are certain things, watch me, that you need to stop. They're not sin, but they're unproductive and they are inappropriate. It's, it, it's not proper in the circumstance. For example, there's a time to fight. You ready? And then there's a time to be silent. There are certain things that there's no need to fight over. One of the things that I am uh, learning to master, and I've made it my business to master, is about not fighting if there's nothing to win. I refuse, I refuse to invest my energy in something that there is no win in. Can I take it further? I refuse to invest my poor in people that do not honor it. I refuse to do it. I refuse to even have, I'm not even having that conversation. So-and-so go talk to him because I'm not dealing with that. I refuse to. Um, this is important because it's not necessarily sin, but it can be unproductive inappropriate. One of the other things that, um, um, for example, there's a time, um, there's a time when you need to speak up. And then there's a time when you need to shut up. You ready? Just because you have an opportunity to speak doesn't mean it's an appropriate time to speak. Can I give you an example of this? Jesus, um, they, they were asking him a bunch of questions. And Jesus knew that their minds was, were already made up. So because their minds were made up, he knew that nothing he said was going to sway or change their point of view or their perspective. Um, there are certain times where you want to get your peace in and say your peace, but sometimes there's a time for you to just shut up. And sometimes there's a time for you to speak up um, if it has the ability to make a difference. Um, Jesus, pay attention. Sometimes there's a time to confront. Sometimes what you need to do is simply take notes. I'm going to say that again. There's a time to confront sometimes. And then there's a the time to simply take notes sometimes. Guys, do me a favor. If you haven't shared this, share this tonight. We're just on Instagram tonight. I was going to add TikTok, but I just did it. I did it tonight. We'll be on TikTok live tomorrow during church. All right. Um, for example, Jesus never, ever confronted Judas about Judas' lion skis and behavior. 
Um, can I be honest with you? When you confront a deceiver, you only make them more deceptive. When you confront a deceiver, you only make them more deceptive. When you confront snakes, you only teach them how to slither better. Did you hear what I just said? When you confront snakes, you only teach them how to slither better. You got to hear what I'm saying. This is why, thank you, Abanisha. Uh, uh, um, I hope I pronounced that correct. Um, Jesus never confronted Judas. Not once did he say, Judas, why are you going to meet with the people who don't like me? Not once did he say, hey, Jesus, why aren't you being loyal to me? Not once did he say, why aren't you doing what you told me you were going to do? Not once did he say, why are you stealing from me? Because Jesus knew that Judas was a deceiver. The name Judas, Judas means peephole in a door. Iscariot means traitor. He's the son of Iscariot. His surname is Iscariot. So Judas Iscariot means you're the son of a traitor, which means God, I don't want to say it that way. I'll say it another way, which means Judas, the best you could produce for me is being a lion skeezer because that's what you are. You got it? He said, listen, your name told me who you were. Some of y'all, listen, there are things that, listen, there are people who come into your life and it's clear what they are. And the only one unconvinced of who and what they are is you. It's clear what they are. It's clear how they move. It's clear how they operate. Today, I was having a conversation with someone uh, about something. As we were having the conversation, I, I said, what did they, I said, what did they say? I said, I'm not reading all that. I said, what did they say? And they told me what they said. And I said, oh, no. I said, oh, no. I said, absolutely not. I said, shut that down. Kill that. I said, kill that dead. Kill it until it's dead and on the ground. You understand why? Because I have now been clearly shown what I'm dealing with. So if I, if I act like I don't know what I know, then it is on me. So there's a time to confront, but there's a time to just simply take notes. Jesus didn't confront Judas. He just took notes about Judas. He's just like, okay, well, that's what he does. That's who he is. He never confronted him. He was just aware of who he was. In fact, the Bible says, that when Judas was, uh, uh, when they were sitting, getting ready to receive the Passover, the Bible says that Judas, that Jesus literally tells him, do what you're going to do and do it quickly. In other words, he said, hurry up. There's no need for me dealing with you because I know that you are going to be who you are. There's no need to even deal with you. There's no need to. Y'all ready? All right. There's a time and a place for everything under the sun. All right, that's Ecclesiastes. Matter of fact, let me give it to you. Let me give it to you here. Let me give it to you. Ecclesiastes. And let's look at this. I'm going to look. Uh, let's look at Ecclesiastes. And uh, come on. There we go. Boom. There we go. Ecclesiastes chapter three. Listen to this. There's a time for everything. There's a season and a time for every matter under heaven, which means there are certain things that there's a, an appropriate time for. This is a time to be born, a time to die. When it's, time, when it's born time, it's not dying time. When it's dying time, it's not born, in, born, born time. You understand what I'm saying by saying it that way? There's a time to plant. There's a time to pluck up what's planted. There's a time to kill. There's a time to heal. In other words, when it's time to heal, that's not the time to be killing stuff. But when it's time to kill some stuff, that's not the time to be talking about healing. Um, one of the things that's interesting to me, um, particularly um, when things happen in America... Uh, particularly around race, 
is that the first thing that many Americans want to say, especially if it is an injustice against an African-American, is the first thing Americans want to say is let's heal. We need healing. Are you? This ain't the time for that. This is the time to deal with the injustice. Y'all got quiet in these comments. This is not the time. How, are you, how dare you talk about healing and we haven't dealt with the uh, atrocity and the atrocious nature of the error and the issue. It's quiet. Y'all got silent in these comments. I'm just telling the truth. All right. Um, it, 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 this is not the time for that. It's not the time for that. This is not the time. Let's have racial reconciliation. I got to be honest with you. That When I hear that, I hear an unlearned individual. When I hear those, that terminology, I hear an individual um, that has been uh, lullabied uh, by the, uh, by the uh, um, platitudes that are put forth in culture. Um, racial reconciliation, reconcile, reconcile, re, again, reconcile, conciliate, come back together. Well, what does racial reconciliation mean? This means let's go back to a way we used to be. Well, for Africans, African-Americans in America, there has never been a reconciled time between Caucasian-Americans, generally speaking. Harvest is the anomaly to that because we got white, we got black, we got everything. But in the nation, you, you, there's never been a time where there has been conciliation between uh, uh, Caucasians and African-Americans. The last time there was something conciliatory is when the African-American was the slave. We're not going back to that. Oh, no, you can take that down the road, Jack. Hit the road, Jack. We're not having that. You got what I'm saying? Um, so often you will see these things talking. Why am I bringing this up? Because sometimes when we talk about what needs to stop or what needs to cease, the issue is not that, uh, that the problem is something that is sinful. It is something that it is unproductive or it's inappropriate. You got me? Here we go. He says the time to kill, the time to heal. He says the time to break down, the time to build up. If it's time to, to build up, it's not time. Um, it's not time for you to break down. You know what comes to mind is that movie Titanic. Y'all remember on two, uh, Titanic, you know, um, uh, uh, first of all, wave at me if you remember the movie Titanic, number one. Number two, if you remember the movie Titanic, you remember at the end, the band was playing to the end. Like the boat's about doing this here and the band just up there playing. Now, listen. Had that been, I got in a ministry through music. Had that been my band, uh, or even as a pastor, my band in church, had that had been my band, listen, y'all better pack this up. It's time to go. Listen, it's not time for that. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. He says, there's a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh. Sometimes it's time to be serious, and it's not time for jokes. You ever had a moment where you, you've had something uh, serious going on and then somebody's coming with some jokes and, and their jokes, they're just not at the right time. Y'all talk to me in the comments. It's not the time for that. Right now, it's not the time for jokey joke. Right now is the time for us to get some stuff handled. It is not the time for jokes. It's not the time for playing. Right, y'all talking about the band stay behind. Now my band, look, y'all better pack this up. Let's go. What about my keyboard? Man, you better get it. We'll get another one. It's insured. Let's go. All right. Um, a time to weep, a time to laugh. If it's time to be serious, it's not time to be joking. And then if it's joking, you can't be too serious. Let's go further. He says a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, time to gather them, time to embrace, a time, time to hug, and a time. It ain't time for all that. 
There's certain times, watch me, it ain't time for all that right now. Let's just get this business handled. A time to seek, a time to lose. Time to keep, a time to cast away. Time to tear, time to sow. Time to silence, time to speak. Time to love, time to hate. Time for war, time for peace. Um, in all of that, um, Ecclesiastes makes it clear that there's an appropriate time for everything. And I want you to get this because this series is starting tomorrow night called Stop. There's some things that you need to stop. I want to say it a third time. It's not necessarily sin, but it's unproductive and it's inappropriate. Oh, what's inappropriate? It's not proper for this current circumstance. Now, 1 Corinthians 6, 12, Message Bible. Message Bible uh, is interesting because Message Bible is like, um, it's an interesting translation because it like breaks it all the way down. Message Bible is like, you know, it's like hood Bible. Here we go. 1 Corinthians 6 and 12. Just because something is technically legal does not mean that it is spiritually appropriate. Let's stop right there. He said, just because I can do it does not mean it's productive or it's appropriate. And in this month's series, we're going to stop the things that are unproductive and stop the things that are inappropriate, meaning they're not proper for the current circumstance you're in. Look at me. You're not a victim anymore, so it's not appropriate for you to keep acting like one. You're not, watch me, you are not in your trauma anymore. It's not appropriate for you to stay in your trauma. Y'all got to hear me. It's not that it's sinful. It is just no longer appropriate. Listen to me. You're not struggling with what you used to struggle with. So it's not appropriate for you to walk around with your head down. It's not productive. You got to hear me. He says, just because something is technically legal doesn't mean that it's spiritually appropriate. Listen to the rest of the verse. If I went around doing whatever I thought I could, here's the line, get by with, I'd be a slave to my whims. You got to hear me. He says, anything I could get by with, anything I could get by with, you are not in the get by stage of your life. Your next 12 months are going to be your best 12 months. If you believe that tonight, on this Instagram only preview, I need for you to put a praise on this screen. You don't believe that? Don't do nothing. Just sit there. But if you believe that this next 12 months of your life is going to be the best 12 months of your life, I need for you to put that on this, put a praise on the screen. He says, if I went around doing whatever I could get by with, we're not trying to get by. You're not trying to do the least and get the most. That's not where you're at. You're not just trying to make sure you got enough to pay your bills. That's not where we live. We live in abundance. We live in overflow. You are not just trying to go through the motions of life. Are you joking? Are you kidding me? He died so that you could have life and life more abundantly and life more abundantly and life more abundantly. Not, not life getting by and life struggling. No, I need for 10 of y'all to just type no on the screen. N-A-H. Mine, I'm from, I'm. Uh, 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 born in Denver, but raised in Memphis. Uh, we, we, it ain't quite gnaw. It's gnaw. N-A-H-L. Gnaw. No. All right. That's not what we're doing. So look at this verse. This verse is so good. He says, just because something is technically legal throughout this series, I want to be showing you things that are technically legal, meaning it's, it's not sin, but it's unproductive and it's inappropriate. 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 And he says, and if I went around doing whatever I thought I could get by with, 
I be a slave. Here it is to my whims. Whims means playing games. He said, if I lived my life doing what I could get by with, but it's not productive or appropriate, I'd be a slave to playing games. And I need some of y'all to get some authority in your voice and authority in your thumbs, whatever you use to type, and just say, I'm not playing games. <laughs> Woo! You're not playing games in your 2022. You're not playing games in this year of your life. This is not the year for you to play games. This is the year, watch me, for you to change the game. Shut up. This is not the year for you. I don't mean shut up. Literally, I mean it's good to me. This is not the year for you to play games. This is the year for you to be the game changer. I'm not playing games. I'm not playing. This is not a game for me. Matter of fact, I pray God reveal the people in your life where it is a game for them. So that way that you quit playing the game with them. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. I'm not playing. This is not a game. This is not a joke. This is not this. No, that's not how I'm doing this. That's it's not happening like that. You're the game changer. Come on. I need every game changer on Instagram tonight to just say I'm the game changer. I'm the game changer. I'm not playing games, baby boy. I'm changing them. I'm not playing games, baby girl. I'm changing them. So as we jump into this series, again, for those of you just coming in, we're going to deal with what you must stop. There's some things you must stop. You must stop so that there's some things God can start. There's some things you must stop so that God can start. And it's not necessarily that what needs to stop is sin, but it's unproductive and it's inappropriate. It's not proper. Inappropriate means it's not proper considering the circumstance. That's why Ecclesiastes 3 says there's a time for these things and there's a time when it's not time for these things. All right. The worst thing you could do is do the right thing at the wrong time. Did you hear me? The worst thing you could do is do the right thing at the wrong time. For example, um, I don't like, uh, like random weird noises. Um, like I said, when I'm preaching, um, I like my band stays with me when I preach because y'all know I'll jump into a song at any point in time. Uh, I'll jump into something. We'll sing something. Y'all know we have fun in church, right? Wait a minute. You already know in Harvest, we have fun in church. Um, if it was just a bunch of random drum hits and random music notes and people randomly singing uh, that that's great but it's the it ain't time for that it's not time for that it's not time for that um it's not time for that um you know if while i'm preaching we've had people in the past try to rush the stage literally run up on the stage um and so um you know we make sure that we have the proper the appropriate deterrence in place to do that and i remember one year, uh, this guy, he runs up on the stage and when he runs up on the stage or he's starting to run up on the stage and he basically almost gets, cause it, he was fast. He basically gets on almost to on the stage and I'm like, Whoa. And so my guys, uh, you know, they, they get him. And then when they talk to him after church, I said, what was going on with that guy? They said, well, he said he was just coming to give you a hug because what you were preaching was really touching him. I said, great, great that he wanted to hug me. 
But this is not the time for that. This is not the time for that. Um, you need to hug me in the line after church. Um, this is not the time for that. Uh, right. Some of y'all, if you if you've been around, if you've been with me for a little while, you remember that it was a Wednesday night, um, and uh, and he literally ran up. This is not the time for that. Um, this is just not the time for that. And so somebody said groupies. No, that wasn't a groupie. That was that was just that was, that was something else. Just not the time for that. Not the time for that. All right. Um, and, and they believe he maybe was had some inebriation and things like that or what have you. But I don't know. All I know is that it was not the time to be coming on that stage. I said, woe unto the next person to try to come on that stage. We're going to be praying that you come back to life. It's quiet in the building uh, because uh, they will handle you. You ain't going to come up on that stage. All right. So it's not the time for that. Um, for many of you all, you, you do right things. You ready? At wrong times. You do right things at wrong times. You do right things at wrong times. So let me give you um, let me give you some of the messages that are going to be in this series because the series starts tomorrow night. Tomorrow night's message, I'm going to just give you just a little bit of it, and then I want you to take. We're going to be a little short tonight because I want you to spend the majority. Yes, Lord, protect me. Um, um, but I want to give you um, the majority of time tonight to go and share other people with other people. All right. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you'll be laying hands on you after church. And Lord, bring them back. But they shouldn't have ran up on this stage, Lord. They shouldn't have ran up here, Jesus. Lord, touch them. Bring them back to life. Ooh, but they're going to learn not to do that. All right. Um, you Can I be honest? Since we're here, you all would be surprised at the type of correspondence that comes into my office. The threats. The things we have to refer to the FBI the um, the racist threats, um, the stalkers, the um, the crazy communications. Um, people have sent me everybody part from head to toe. Um, you'd be shocked. You'd be shocked. Um, at the I remember one year we had a series of threats that came in. We had a series of threats that came in. And so literally, I had to park off-site. I had to park, park off-site. Oh, yes, the racist threats that we get. Um, listen, if I was a white man doing what I'm doing in this city, it'd be no issue. It's just, it comes with the seat. It just comes with the seat. Um, but I remember one year, we got some threats that came in. And the threats were, believe it or not, coming from teachers. Um, we were working on this thing with the state of Colorado. Um, and uh, what, what it was designed to do was to give students a five-minute period in the classroom day, whether they, if they wanted to just be reflect, be still, pray, they could do whatever they wanted to do. It was a five-minute period of time throughout the day. And so um, the news found out before we did that the state had approved it to go to the next stage, which would be signatures, so it could get added to the ballot. So the state reported on it. Oh, yes, it was teachers. Oh, and they were bold, too. We still got the messages. Oh, we keep everything. We still got the messages. Um, and, um, and so the state reported it that night that Bishop Former was trying to get prayer back in schools. That's the way the news reported it. That's why I don't trust uh, the media. Mm -mm. You got to fact check. You got to fact check. They reported it that um, Bishop Former is trying to get prayer back in schools. 
So that next day, we got tons of messages and emails with threats. Teachers who were bold to say, I'm a teacher and I'm going to burn your building. This is what they said. They're going to burn the building down. They were going to picket the building with, uh, this is what they said, with aborted babies. And I thought, what are you talking about? I said, you people are drinking Drano. It was the craziest thing that you could, <laughs> it's crazy. It taught me a lot though, it taught me a lot. And, um, and so literally the news, we were getting calls from people who shared my first and last name in the area because they were trying to find me. Well, you know, uh, uh, I ain't new to it, I'm true to it. I've been a public figure for, for a while. So you can't, you couldn't just do that. It wasn't easy to do that. And so, um, and so um, anyway, they're doing all of this stuff. They show up at the building they're trying to, you know, find people and they get this preacher to come on TV to oppose me, to say, and now the preacher never called me. The preacher never spoke to me, um, but they get him to go on TV and do an interview. I think it was Channel 7. And they get him to do an interview to basically oppose me and say, um, and say, I don't want the school educating my kids about religion at all. I don't want preschool. And, I, and I, when I looked at it, I was like, man, of God, you didn't even, that's not even what I was trying to do. Um, I said, but you created this thing where that preacher then um, was the opposition to me so that they could make it seem, the media knew what they were doing. They wanted to make it seem like this, this was a big divide in Christian community. All of this, this was like a Wednesday night to a Thursday. And so we got so many threats in and we got, I mean, the news media was showing up at houses. Bishop Foreman, are you in there? Look, I'm going to tell you too. Somehow, I don't know how they did it. Somehow they found where I lived. Somehow they did it. And so they were knocking on the door and, and I like, so I look out the window, I could see, I could see the, uh, I could see the news truck because they wanted to get me on camera. And the Holy Ghost said, do not respond to them. Do not respond to them. Do not let them frame this a certain way. All right. And so, um, so I heard it been there. I remember the guy's name. Um, Nelson Garcia, I think was the reporter, I believe. Let me, hold on, let me Google, make sure I ain't lying. Let's see, or not, not lying, just to make sure I remember properly. I think that's his name. Let's see. Hold on, let me see if this is him. I think that's him. I think that's him. Mm-hmm, I think that was him. And uh, anyway, so he was out there, Bishop Foreman, Bishop Foreman, Bishop Foreman, are you in there? Bishop Foreman, are you in there? I was like, y'all look crazy. And uh, it was just a whole ordeal. So that Sunday, because of all of these threats that we had that came in, I literally, at the park offsite, they had to do a motorcade in, like they had to do this fortress around me, because these were, you know, these were threats, you know, people were, th teachers were threatening to take, to harm me. It's crazy, right? Y'all think this job is just preaching, man, bye. Y'all think, not in, not in this seat, not in this city. Y'all think this job is just coming up with series titles. Oh my God. This is why, let me just take a moment right here. Um, you have to pray. If I'm not your shepherd, whoever your shepherd is, you have to pray for them. You have no clue the stuff that comes against them. This is not just a job. This is a spiritual seat. So you're not just dealing with the normal things of running a business or corporation. You are dealing with spiritual opposition. Whoever your shepherd is, matter of fact, let's take a moment tonight. Can you just pray, whoever your shepherd is, will you just uh, 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 put the initials of your shepherd? BKF, if I'm your shepherd, 
put whoever your shepherd's initials are. If I'm not your pastor, whoever your pastor is, Father, we cover pastors tonight. We pray for pastors tonight. God, keep their minds stayed on you. Father, give them the fight that they need. Give them the people that they need to fight with them. Give them the people that they need to lift their arms up and to support them so that they can move in the things that you have ordained. We rebuke the enemy, God. We pray that the enemy would not have his way with them. We pray, Father, that they would be too legit to quit. I cancel um, a, a spirit um, that feels like they're a failure or a spirit that would make them feel insufficient or inefficient or ineffective. We cover shepherds tonight in Jesus' name. So look, y'all. So they had to put this whole this whole little thing around me. And so we walked in. It was real tight. People want to walk up to me and hug me. Everybody they're like, no, they had to do that whole thing. I, I could give you stories for days. Um, there was a um, years ago, early, um, early in the church, there was uh, a time where there was a um, a, uh, um, a young girl, a young lady, I shouldn't say she was a girl, young lady, and she was involved in some gang activity. Well, she had gotten out of that, given her life to the Lord. She came to be a part of the church. Um, and, uh, and, and at that time, um, there used to be the ability for, you know, people could email me directly and stuff like that. And we had to cut that. And this is part of the reason why. Um, one, it's just too many messages. But then two, um, because literally she was going back and forth with the gang and, uh, they apparently had done some violent things and, and, uh, and, uh, all of that. And so in that, <clears throat> um, she ended up, um, they ended up getting her phone. And so then they started making threats against me. And one day they came to church and they said, you the one with the pink on pink is, uh, my, at that time I wasn't a presiding bishop. So um, the color that you wear, it's a fuchsia. It's, it looks like a purple, look like a hot pink. It's really called, it's called Roman purple. And um, they said, you're the one with the pink on the stage. And I was like, oh my God. And so they were going, they were dealing with all of that. And uh, and so literally they were making threats. And so they, after church, they were like, we're out here after church. So we literally, I had to, all, listen, all trying to just minister to the girl to get her, getting her out the game. Right? Um I could give you stories for days. Um, so we had to lock the building down. This was a Wednesday night. So I'm preaching. While I'm preaching, I'm looking. While I'm preaching, I'm looking. Um, I could give you stories for days. I just bring that up because somebody had uh, asked the question um, about that. Back to our subject at hand. There is a time. Comes with the seat. Comes with the seat. So I'm good. I'm grateful for everything. Hear me. I'm grateful for everything I've been through. Matter of fact, can I just get you to type that on the screen? I'm grateful for my journey. Oh my God. I'm grateful for my journey. Everything you've been through, you have to be grateful for your journey. It made you wiser. It made you better. It made you smarter. It made you more spiritual. Comes with the seat. And come, come on, you're right. You got to hold your seat. Not just me, but look at me. But you have to do the same thing. There's some crazy stuff that if people knew what you had to go through, if they knew your journey, they look at you and say, OMG, IJS, who is this? What manner of man is this? What manner of woman is this? 
you got to be grateful for your journey. All right. So in that, um, because we talk about time and place. And so we got to that whole, those, I, I digress because we're talking about how this gentleman at one point ran up on the stage and he said, well, I just want to get busy with a hug because what he was preaching was ministering to me. Like, that's great. I want to hug you too. But this is not the time or the place. That's how we got into those other stories. So there's some things you have to stop so that God can start. All right. And remember, again, it's what you must stop isn't necessarily sin, but it's unproductive and it's inappropriate. What's inappropriate? It's not proper in the circumstance. And so throughout this series, several different messages um, that we're going to talk about. Uh, I want to give you some of the titles. You ready? Stop overthinking it. Wave at me if you tend to overthink things. Here's another one. Stop being inconsistent. Here's another one. Stop just talking about it and do it. Here's another one. Stop saying, I love this one. Stop saying it's not easy. Here's another one. Stop the insanity. That's good. Here's another one. Stop lying. Stop stopping. This is going to be a great series. Tomorrow night's message, you ready? It's called Stop Being Normal. Too many Christians are fighting to have a normal life as if that's an accomplishment. It's not an accomplishment to have a normal life. I just want a normal life. Are you crazy? You weren't sent to the earth to have a normal life. This is going to be an amazing series. It's the things you have to stop doing. And when you stop, there's some things God can start. Come on. Can I get you to just do that red light, green light? When you stop, there's some things God is going to start. There's some things God's like, I can't do that until you stop that. I can't release that until you stop that. I can't give you weird favor until you stop acting normal. That's tomorrow night's message. Um, it's going to be phenomenal. All right. So what I want you to do is invite some folks um, to watch. You can use social media, use this video. Um, and uh, in fact, what we're going to do, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, this series, uh, this series is going to be good. Um, tomorrow, when all of when on social media, when all of the um, promos hit, make sure that you share those. Invite some folks tomorrow night. It starts seven o'clock Mountain, nine o'clock Eastern on campus in Denver or online, uh, anywhere in the world. You can be a part of that. It's going to be amazing. All right. Um, how many of you you're excited about this series? How many of you um, you know there's some things you need to stop? You know you need to stop, but you don't know what you need to stop. Like you know there's some stuff you need to do different. But you don't quite know what you need to do different. And the reason you know you need to do something different is because you want to get better results than what you're currently getting. But sometimes it's not that you're doing wrong. It's just that you don't know what to do that's right. You don't know what to do. You do not know what to do. All right? So it's going to be good. So I need you to make sure that you uh, share this video once we hop off of here. Uh, invite folks to be uh, on campus or online. It's going to be amazing. As we start that series tomorrow night, let me also take this opportunity to welcome you to the month of March. Um, tonight, I want you to name this month. What is this month for you? What do you want to see God do for you in the month of March? What do you want to see God do for you and in you in the month of March? Come on, put your comments up. And, uh, and I'm going to pray over some of these things that you put in the comments. Put your comments up and I want to pray over some of these things. Let me say this. 
If you um, do not know the Lord, I'm going to give you an opportunity to come through the Lord. Come to the Lord tonight. This is good. I'm going to give you that opportunity in just a moment, so don't hop off. March is my financial breakthrough month. That's good. Supernatural March. That's good. Come on, name your month. Your health. Can I stretch you all to be more specific? More specific results. That's good. That's good. Three deals with unity. Results. Results. That's good. My birth month. Come on. Need to rebirth. Woo. Out of some old ways. Come on. Results. Okay, that's good. Results when what? Can I stretch you all to be more specific? Because you can get negative results to say you gain weight. That's results. I need the results you want. Stress my creativity. Madness free march. Come on. Soul prosperity. Come on. Rebuke depression, hip pain, and happiness. Come on. Stop woo, picking up projects. Be consistent. Come on. Come on, take your salsa to market. I love that. I love that. There's a prayer idea. If you have a product, there's a prayer idea. Go look at my reels on Instagram. If you ever have a product or is there anything you produce, there's a biblical principle, Ezekiel 44 and 30. You have to put that in the hands of your man of God. The first fruit of that has to go into the hands of your man of God, Ezekiel 44 and 30. Ooh, I'm going to let go of my daddy issues this month. You better come on here. March, I'm going to see what I said. Our home, we can possess a weird month, financial breakthrough, staying focused and productive, month of weird faith, trusting God, being independent. Come on. I want to remain over book. Ooh, complete my book. Yes. Supernatural and balance problems gone. Financial goal achieved. Debt gone. Stay focused. Father, it's the first day of this month, which means it's the first fruit of this month. So God, we name this month. We name the month of March. And we call it God supernatural. We call it God zany. Come on. We call it God uncanny. We call it God a month where we'll be in alignment with our assignment. We call it God a month where it will be creepy because we're saying, is this really happening for us? But it will be a good creepy. We pray that it will be a month of good news. Mm. Father, we call in good news. We cover every meeting this month. We cover every communication this month. We cover every email this month. In the name of Jesus and we decree and declare it will be good news. Father, we pray against anything the enemy would do to try to stifle, interfere, or interrupt, Father, uh, with what we have declared. We pray that all things would come into alignment in the name of Jesus. We call in unexpected finances. We call in unexpected checks in the mail. We call in unexpected revenue. We call in unexpected benefactors. And we call them in the month of March and say, produce for us and release for us in the name of Jesus. We pray that this is a month, God, where we are more spiritual. Father, it is not enough just for you to do things and we do nothing. It is not acceptable for us to ask you to do something while we do nothing. So we pray, God, that we would be active this month and growing spiritually. Thank you, Father, that we're in our 21 days. Day two is now done of our fasting and prayer. Today is two. Two is the biblical number of witness. We remind you, God, in 2022, 
we will witness it. We will hold in our hands what we have sown for. We will see what we've sown for. We'll possess what we pray for. I pray, God, you cause us to be more specific. You said, God, that we have not because we ask not. I pray that the reason we do not possess is not because we did not profess. I pray that the reason that we do not have is because we were unwilling to ask. I pray that we would ask for what we desire. That we'd ask for what we desire. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, everybody say amen right there. Listen, if you need to give your life to the Lord, number one, you need to come a Christian. Number two, you need to recommit yourself to him. Number three, like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure. On the count of three, can I just get you to do the hand wave emoji? Say it's me. One, two, three. Respond right now. No guilt. No condemnation. No same. Don't don't wait. Just click that button. Just click the button for the hand wave emoji or say it's me. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you are at, I want for you to do that right now. We're waiting on you. Do that hand wave emoji. Say it's me. I'm going to count you down. Five. I'm going to count you down. Four. Don't miss your moment. Three. Bishop, I don't want to be judged by them people. Ain't nobody going to judge you. Nobody's going to judge you. No guilt. No condemnation, no shame. Nobody's going to judge you. Two, don't miss your moment. One, do not miss your moment. Everybody pray this with me. Everybody pray this with me. Even those of you watching on the replay, everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for loving me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race in Jesus' name, amen. I need you to text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord or you're now sure. Guys, let's celebrate. Last night, um, I think the count was like four or five. And then Sunday in the building, I think the total. So guys, we're like, we're, we're almost like 120 decisions so far this year, if not over that. Can we celebrate that? We're close to it or not, if we're not over it. I don't know exactly what. We're close to it, if not over it. Can we celebrate that? Hallelujah. And we are um, only, um, what, two months and something into the year. So to God be the glory for that. All right. Listen, guys, I love you. I pray you have an amazing night. If this blessed you tonight, you can so use the badges. I know I've heard from some of you that your options are different when you try to use the badge. So are my options. I can't even see. Uh, how to turn badges on anymore or off. So it's okay. Um, um, uh, but you can use the badges to sew. I see some of, several of you have figured it out, but it won't tell me the number of you that have done it now. But shout out to those of you that have used the badges. You can use Cash App, Dollar Sign, Bishop Form with the number two at the end, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, and Given. All of that's available. The key email for that is hello at Harvest Church. That church. I pray that you are staying strong on the fast. I'll take 30 seconds to answer any fast questions. Please, if you have not read the instructions and you are not reading labels, please do that. But I'll take 30 seconds to answer a badge. That's a way to give on Instagram. Because somebody answered that question about where to find the badges? Because everybody's, uh, I don't know if everybody's the same. Um, can y'all answer that question about where to, um, about how to use a badge to sew? I've heard it's a heart. Is that how you do it? Can y'all answer that question for me? Any questions about the fast? Come on, 20 seconds left. I got it. I'm gonna give you, I'm giving you time because I know you got to. Are olives okay? Um, 
I would imagine that they are. That's a vegetable. Is that a vegetable? Let's see. Let's make sure that's not a fruit. And I, I'm just not sure. Um, let's see. Hit the buy button in the, on the lower right corner. There you go. All right. Let's see. Our olives. Okay. So olives. And then there's the answer to your question about the badges. Um, right. It says the kingdom, a plante. So yes, that's a plant. So you should be good. You should be good with that. Ah, see, I knew it. Olive from the Latin meaning olive fruit or olive tree. Either way, if it's a fruit or a vegetable, you should be good. All right. Now, all right, here we go. Apple tablets have an option to buy a badge. So there you go. Look, come on, Apple. Come on, Apple. Apple got to do something. Mine has a buy button. That's an Android. To sew, there's a heart inside of a box. So that's how you can do that. All right. All right, guys. Love you. All right. That's the only question I saw about the past. Have an amazing night. Invite some folks to church. Um, tomorrow night, use this video. Share it in your Instagram story. Tomorrow night, we start that series. Stop tomorrow normal. Tomorrow night's message is going to stop being normal. Stop fighting to be normal. All right. God is showing you what do you. God is showing you what do you do with that prayer. I'm not sure what that question is. I'm not sure what the question is. But I'll be taking some questions and things like that as we're doing our lives uh, over the fast. So you can certainly put it in and I'll get and, and we can look at it um, later this week. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Congratulations. Day two of the fast. Boom. Day three tomorrow. Let's make three an amazing day. Shalom, everybody. Love you. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.